happy new year welcome to 2023 i almost said welcome to 2016 happy new year i had a whole song and everything planned out to sing for you but um i think i'll leave you i think the last time i sang (laughs) i'm not sure if it was well received so i'll leave the singing and just say happy new year and thank god for bringing us into a new year um, I hope you had a wonderful festive season. Um, and if you're new here and you're like, whose voice is this? My name is Noma and this is Transition Podcast. And if you're an old timer, how far? Like we say in Nigeria, how you day? Um, Christmas, the holidays was, was good. Um, it was really good. And, um, so I, I wanted to like okay so i'll tell you a short story before we get into the conversation for today so i remember in 2021 the christmas of 2021 i remember as we're getting closer to the end of that year i was really praying and one of the things i was praying to god i was like god i need a christmas experience that will blow 2013 christmas like out of the water 2013 christmas up until that point was like my best christmas holiday season ever um but it was mostly like that day that 25th of december in 2013 was such an amazing day and you know it was just amazing for me because it was very peaceful like you know that christmas song that says all is calm all you know like everything that day was such a calm day like there were no issues there was no you know hecticness um and if you live in Nigeria, obviously, one of the good things was that there was light, you know. And then I remember that that day, 2013, like, um, one of one of my all-time favorite, like, series or sitcoms, um, and um, an American one is called Half and Half. And I remember on that day on DSTV, um, I can't remember the channel, maybe it was even BET, but, like, they were doing reruns all through that day of Christmas of half and half and i was just lounging you know in the sitting room at that time like that day was like just so perfect and so 2021 as we're getting towards christmas i was like lord i really need a christmas that is that you know that it like like i said like just takes 2013 out of the water and uh, 2021 was an amazing into 2022 was like a really amazing christmas uh break as well and um, this one was really special for me because I get to spend it with, you know, um, a family member that I haven't, like, seen in a really, really long time. And the, the fellowship and the communion and the, you know, just just everything about it was beautiful. So I thank God, like, my Christmas seasons and everything is getting better and better. Um, and I hope it was also good for you. Um but I also, so if you follow me on Instagram, um, and if you need to know my handle again <laughs> for the newcomers, welcome to church. Um, so on Instagram, I am Noma Ikwe, and you can follow me. And if you follow me on Instagram, you would have seen something I posted, which was about um, today's, what this episode will be titled and what it's about. It's about being lost at sea. And I just wanted to share my heart with you on this because I know that, um, you know, 
Christmas may not have been great. The holiday season may not have been great for a lot of us. And entering into this year, um, not everybody enters into a new year with excitement. And I just want to talk to you about that. And even if this does not really like pertain to how you felt during the Christmas season or how you felt entering the new year, but maybe there's someone who comes to mind somehow and maybe there's someone you're going to meet along your journey this year um and it's my prayer and it's my hope that something i share here um would be helpful for you or will be helpful for someone you love and care about you know that you can also share with them so as we do it let's chat people So this is episode one, season six um, of the new year. Woohoo! I wish I had my tambourine, um, you know, to shake it a little bit. Okay, so today's episode uh, is titled Lost at Sea. And like I said, if you if you follow me on social media, on Instagram in particular, um, I actually put up something about this topic. And I'll tell you what inspired it. Um, this, this one, I'm... Shooting straight from my heart. <laughs> okay, so I started thinking about. I think the idea for this episode start started building up around the Christmas, like festive season. Um, first holidays, like we've heard, and even like research has shown that the holiday season can be particularly difficult for for a lot of people for a lot and for a lot of reasons. Um. Like I said, you know, one of the reasons why I was building, I was really like praying about 2021 Christmas, you know, festivity period at that time that year was because almost every Christmas um, after 2013 did not feel so great. It didn't feel so all is calm. Um, and so this, this Christmas that just passed, 2022, the holidays, I remember that particular day I was just feeling really um, stressed out, you know, and just... I just noticed that my mood started to plummet. Obviously, the things I was focusing on um, was the major reason why my mood was shifting that day. And so as I was scrolling through my phone, I came across a number, um, a contact. Um, So during my work um, in 2020 or early 2021, during my work in early, like it's so weird how all these years now feel so far away. But during my work, during, you know, the course of my work in 2021, um, I came across uh, a young man who I was supposed to interview and, um, he had just lost his wife the previous year. Um, the wife had just like three months after she gave birth to like their second child. I don't know what the complications were. Um, but you know, she, she died and he just, so he had, now he had like a three month old, you know, baby. And then I think their eldest was like two years old or something like that. And I remember like I had read his story um, on another platform and I remember that I spoke to my editor at the time and I was like, I really want to, I really think, you know, to interview this guy. There was just something profoundly deep and interesting I found about him and his story and just how he was walking through it. He had started some um, some sort of grief um all based in the UK by the way like a grief I don't I don't know whether to call it like a counseling thing but you know like a support group I think that's what I'll call it so I started a support group for people who were grieving 
um, loss, you know, so whether it's the loss of a spouse, whether it's the loss of a child, any kind of loss, um, a support group. And um, it's called Balanced Wheel, in case you'd like to check it out. Um, and so, so I had interviewed him for that. And I remember like I had the way that interview had worked. So I had to like get my questions drafted out and then I had sent it via email to him. We had been talking back and forth with emails. And so I finally sent it to him and then he sent me the voice, voice notes basically of his responses. And I was not only blown away by his responses, but even just like his voice, like just the, the, there was there was something genuinely just kind about it that came through and so I remember after that incident after the whole interview thing they were doing like a one year um in remembrance for his wife and he had sent me uh, a message then and said whether I would like to you know this was like almost like just a few days after the interview thing and was like if I like if I'll be interested it was online and you know sent the link and I was like sure and I joined and it was such a beautiful and moving um experience i just i just just seen all those people who loved this lady and all the wonderful testimonies that were given about her life and it was just very heartbreaking seeing her parents you know talking about it and everything it was just beautiful anyway to be part of that so on this particular day where i was feeling a bit you know down during the festive season i remembered something that um Sumto of Sumto Equi podcast, who has also done an episode here with me on adulting, what's hard, the reality of adulting. And I remember he said something about most, you know, talking about like when he's feeling a bit, you know, maybe worked up, or I can't remember how he put it, but basically like putting the energy that you want you know, you sort of like get it out there. So you, you pass it forward. So if you want some sort of kindness, you show kindness to someone. If you want some sort of, you know, love, you show love to someone. So I thought of him and I thought of how, um, I just wondered about this particular you know, guy that day. And I, and I just saw, and I saw his number and I wondered, I was like, Oh, I wonder how he's doing. Um, you know, and randomly ever since the interview, I just randomly used to check in on him just like random, maybe like once in like three months or something like that. I'll just send a message. Um, so I did. And eventually just send a message, just asking how he was doing and everything and how his children were and all that. And then, you know, eventually he replied and was just like, oh, this is, um, an over, you know, it's a bit overwhelming, you know, still type of thing, you know, and my, my heart, I, my heart went out to that, you know, the honesty of that and the reality of that. And so that's when I started thinking about how people, um, there are people who were struggling, emotionally you know or one way or the other during that during the christmas festive period and then if you're also listening to if you're not a newcomer and if you're a newcomer catch up um so i also listened to a podcast um called dear future wifey and i listened to this episode a particular episode uh, very early this year at the 4th of january i think and that episode was so heartbreaking. In fact, I had to share it with someone. Um, I was so moved by it. And so basically, that episode he was sharing with us, because <laughs> you can catch it if you want to. Um, but that episode he was sharing with us about a heartbreak that he had just gone through, a relationship that, you know, the whole idea of Dear Future Wifey podcast is that he's just building himself up for that ultimate God-ordained relationship that is that he wants 
And so he believed he had found it with this lady and he really poured himself into it. And the week before Christmas, the lady breaks up with him. Um, just, you know, like that, as they say. And um, he was devastated. He actually cried, you know, while he was talking about it. And then he used a phrase that inspired the title of this episode, Lost at Sea. And he was saying that he feels very lost at sea because everything he felt and everything he was seeing up until that week before Christmas was showing him that, you know, this was going the way, you know, both of them were sort of like on the same page about where this was going. Um, and I just thought about that and I thought about periods also in my, so I just, you know, again, it was like, oh gosh, there are people who have entered into the new year, you know, feeling very lost at sea, just like not understanding what the heck is going on right now. And I just, and I think I felt compelled to start off the new year with this episode, or I felt compelled, or that really, those two, each separate incidents, like really touched me, um, because I know what it is to be in a festive period where everybody's happy, and you're really, really sad, or you're really, really struggling, and I know what it is to be entering into a new year, and you feel a little bit more apprehensive because of how either the entire previous year was or like the latter part of the previous year was. I remember 2015 was a year where I really f was like a year I will never forget. It was a year I really felt lost at sea. Um, at the time, I was attending a particular church. And, you know, the way churches, you know, some churches in Nigeria do, they always have like a word for the year. And so that word for the year, sometimes they put it on stickers, you know, they put it on T-shirts, they make key holders, they make, you know, all these things so you can just have it around you. And I'd never really been that person. I mean, I used to, I used to like confess that the word for the year you know, whenever in any church I attended, I always took that word, but I was never that person who would like go out of her way to then get a sticker and put on her car or get a sticker and put on her door, or get, you know, or get the key holder that has the word for the year. But that year I was so full of, entering into 2015, I was just so full of like hope type of thing. I was, there were a lot of things I was expecting to break, you know, to break out, so to speak. And so I really wanted to key into that word. So I got the sticker um, for that for that year. I put it on my, you know, on, on my door, the door of you know, my house at the time. Um, I put it on my car. I think it was just stickers they did. I can't remember if they did key holders. But I made sure that, you know, it was it was around me. I was seeing it. And then 2015 ended up being a very, very painful and tragic year. Like it was like I was lit. I was lost at sea, and I remember that every the incident that happened, uh, and I don't want to get into it here, um, but the incident that happened, I remember it happened around October. I was so lost. Oh my gosh, I was so lost. I'll never, <laughs> I'll never forget. Like one of my brothers at the time, that was when um, how to get away with murder was such like a big thing, and I remember like he you know he got like the whole, i don't i don't know whether it was the whole of season one or season two or something you know for me to like just like watch all through november and um just distractions type of thing and my sister 
there's this UK comedy called uh, Miranda. They don't do it anymore, but like it's really a funny one, British humor anyway. And um, she got me like the box set of it. And um, I just remember feeling very lost because nothing, nothing that I had planned, you know, for that year and the way things were looking like this, my friend on the Dear Future Wifey podcast, by every indication, what ended up being the outcome of events that year was like, it, it wasn't supposed to play out like that. And it was one of the classic, you know, those classic questions of, you know, that we're told not to ask because of how like self-righteous it actually sounds, to be honest. But it, there was a lot of why me? Um, and I remember by the time we were entering into 2016, I just remember feeling very lost because uh, even more lost because all of a sudden now like my a lot because of the incident that happened in 2015. So like a lot of things in 2016 um, felt like it had been swept away, you know? So just like, it was like, I was starting all over again in a lot of ways. And it was really, really difficult. I remember there was a particular day, um, I was at home and I was looking for something and I was crying and I just started crying. I just burst into tears. I don't know that probably was the frustration of what I was looking for that I could not find. And then it was like, you know, oh Lord, my life, you know, and I just burst into tears in the middle of what I was, you know, that whole thing. And I, I remember I said to God, I was like, God, you do not know what this feels like. I, I was like, God, you do not know what this feels like. I feel like I have been stripped of everything. And immediately I heard in my spirit, um, a particular word and maybe on the next episode, I'm sorry, I don't have it here. Like I said, this one, I, I'm, I'm shooting straight from my heart, so I don't have it, but it was in Joel and, and I heard, I just heard the verse in my spirit. I just heard Joel something chapter, something verse, something just clearly like that. Like someone just whispered it to me. So I was like, what is there? So I, you know, I wiped my, my eyes and I went, I picked up my Bible and I opened it and in that that portion of scripture, it was actually God talking and God was saying to the children of Israel, he was saying to the people of Israel, he was like, you have stripped me of my silver and you have stripped me of my gold. And I just broke down and cried because I knew that what God was saying to me in that moment was like, I know what I know what this feels like. And I don't know. I don't know. And it's just my hope that it will be some sort of comfort to you. And to whoever you know you share this with, that God knows what it feels like to to just feel uncertain. God God understands what you're feeling, and He doesn't judge us for it. Would He rather that we trust Him? Would He rather that we we had more faith in Him than we were afraid? Yes, but He doesn't. He doesn't. Um, he calls us out of our fear. He doesn't like berate us for it. Like even in reading the gospels and every time when Jesus was like, don't be afraid. He was, it was like an instruction. He wasn't like condemning people like, you know, how can you be afraid? Because if you want to be honest, there are things to be, there are things that become scared about, you know, but when we are looking at him who is bigger than all things and whatever the problem or the issue is, we, he doesn't want us to, to focus on those things. He wants us, our eyes to be on him. So I just wanted to encourage 
you um, as you're entering into this year. You may have entered into it feeling overwhelmed, like my <laughs> somehow friend, you know, that I spoke with on WhatsApp. Uh, you may have entered into it with a heartbreak, you know, something, whether it's a relationship that it, it didn't carry on how you thought it would carry on into the year or just it, you lost your job or just something that has made, makes you feel upended in some way. I just want to encourage you that God, under, God understands how you feel, you know, and one of the best things I've ever heard in recent times about that has helped me, you know, and I believe is just really beautiful and I want to share with you is that instead of carrying, you take your lamentations to God and it's what Beth Moore will say, like instead of feeling like, oh, I'm, I feel so hurt and I feel so, you know, disappointed in, you know, in how God handled this or in how this happened, even when I prayed and even when I this and that, um, but take your lamentations to God. Just just run to him. Tell him. He describes himself as our father. So for some of us, we may not have good relationships with our earthly father. So we don't really understand that concept, right? So maybe think of him as your mother as well. You know, just for you to understand that he wants you to come to him and share your heart with him. He already knows. But keeping your distance from him is not going to help. Another thing I want to say is like trusting the great plans of God. I know that when you're right in the middle of a big, for the lack of a better word, like what feels like a big mess, when you hear something like that, it's like, please, can you just shut it? But trust the great plans of God. The other day I was reading the book of Luke and a chapter in Luke. And I saw, I, it always surprises me when I read the story about Zechariah and Elizabeth. It always surprises me because there's a particular verse that goes into a detailed, you know, a detailed, um, will I say essay or rendition? I mean, I'm being dramatic, but it just talks about how other, you know, whether Zachariah or Elizabeth is from the priest, the priesthood line and how they are wonderful people and how they loved God and they feared God. You know, it has like their resume is like, you're just going, Oh, this is good. This is good. This is good. Oh, this is good. And then you get to the part, but they did not have children or, you know, but she was, you know, she, you know, they, they didn't have, have a child or the Lord closed her womb or something like that. And it's just like, Whoa, how do we go from they are from the priesthood line? They serve in the you know Zacharias says in the temple. Elizabeth is a this this this. They are devout people of the Lord and da da da. But and that part every time I get to that part, it I'm, I always need a minute like to be like whoa. But then I then you read on further and you find out that on one beautiful day, while Zachariah was doing his business in the temple at the time, an angel of the Lord appeared to him with great news and said, the Lord had answered your prayer. And I remember many years ago, I told one of my friends that the Lord has heard your prayer at Zechariah. And many years ago, I told one of my friends, I was like, this, I was talking to her about that verse. And I was like, this is, this verse is all you need to know about why it's important to marry someone, who, a man who believes in prayer and who prays like like is committed to prayer because I was like, for me, what, what I took from that verse was like, probably Elizabeth had stopped praying about it. And she was just like, okay, I've accepted our faith. We're never going to have children. But Zachariah was still somewhere, still bringing that thing before God, even when she got maybe emotionally just exhausted and mentally exhausted and couldn't 
continue praying about it. So it's like, I was telling her many years ago, I was like, this is, you know, this is enough evidence <laughs> to, to, you know, for when you're, um, checking that list of, you know, partners and stuff like that. But anyway, so going back to the story, so you've moved further down and then, but you know, the angel tells Zachariah, okay, this is what is going to happen. And of course, you know, Zachariah is like, how can it be? And the angel of the Lord say, how dare you, you know, and makes him dumb. How can you, you know, doubt what God is saying? But God had a great plan all the while. God had a great plan. There was a timing. There was a perfect timing of God. And I feel, and, and a lot of times in my own life, the perfect timing of God, for God for me is always like, God, right now is the perfect time. Like right now is the perfect time for you to do this. Right now, like I am looking, everything, like the stage is set, show up, Lord. But it wasn't, it wasn't the perfect time according to God. God, God has a time. You know, I remember uh, a scripture that says the set time to favor Zion has come. And I'm like the set time there is a God, God's great plan has a set time, you know, and it's one of the mysteries of God. But I I know from experience that like my mom will often say, he never comes late. There's never been a time when God, for me, my own life, where I have been so hungry or so thirsty for, for his help, um, and felt like, God, do it now, do it now. And then eventually when he does, I'll be like, ah, God, but you should have done this, you know, then. And so even now in any situation that's currently going on in my life that I feel like, oh gosh, this is so, you know, you should have done this five years ago. You should have done this so, so, so time. You know, this is not, you know, they all do it now or whatever it is. I have to remind myself, I have to remind myself that in my journey with God, he has never anything that is connected to him has never been at the wrong time. And so that's what I want to share with you. You know, that's what I want to use to encourage you as we enter into this new year, that there is a set time. God has a great plan. You know, I remember listening to a Beth Moore sermon and I remember she said how, and I'd heard it before, but when she said it, it just really struck me. She said how from the time the, from the last time that the Messiah was prophesied by the prophets of old to when the Messiah, Jesus, showed up was 400 years. And if you look in the book of Luke, if you're looking through like the whole gene- genealogy, I think I hope I pronounced that right. You know, you would see, you know, and you see that this begat that and that begat that and that begat that and that begat that and that is the father of that and that's the father of that and that's father, and then all the way you get to Adam and then you will see that and Adam you know, he's a son of God or something like that. Or, you know, God was his father and, and all that. Now it goes right down from Jesus. So many, so many, so many, so many people. And then gets back to Adam. And I'm like, and I remember reading that and thinking, but this is God. God, you, you didn't have to like, you didn't need all these people. <laughs> like you could have done the, the Jesus thing without all these people. But it's the great plan of God. Because one of the beautiful things we see there is that we see Obed you know, who came through Ruth, you know, we, we just see, we see David, we see, you know, the great plan of God and no human being can explain it. No human being can explain the great plan of God, the timing of God, but we just know that when he does it, it is good. And so that's what I want to encourage you with, because I know what it's like to 
like again, to just enter the new year and, and feel like, which way am I going? And which way is God going? God, how are you moving? Um, and I know what it's like to also just just feel very unsure and uncertain about about how things will look or how things will turn out. But I want to say to you, trust the great plan of God. God just didn't give Zechariah and Elizabeth any baby. He gave them the cousin of the Messiah. <laughs> that was what they carried. You know, he gave them a prophet. That was what they carried. Um, and literally, not just even spiritually, but literally they, they are the family of Christ. Like biologically, not just even in the spiritual sense like you and I. But they are the, that was what God was planning for them. And I wish, I wish God's timing was right now, you know, for you. I wish that God's timing was right now in a lot of things for me. But God has a great plan. And that's all we need to know. Right now, that's all we need to know. Right now, today, the 16th of January, looking ahead into this year, all we need to know, whether it's about our relationships, whether it's about our children, whether it's about our health, our family, our business, our ministry, our spiritual lives, you know, the, the condition of our heart and of our minds right now. God has a great plan. Peter, uh, Paul, not Peter, he said, forgetting that which is behind us, we press forward. And so I would like to do something I don't, I've not done before in a new year episode and i've done two of these let me show off you know i'm becoming a veteran um and i like to pray i like to pray with you and i like to pray for you and you know it's um the bible says if two shall agree on anything and i just want to agree with you and so if you would like to um join me um, I'll appreciate it. But if, if it is kind of like not your thing, I also will, I also can understand that as well. Um, so if you're ready, let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you so much for bringing your son, your daughter into this new year. Heavenly Father, I join my faith with them and I pray that you who makes dreams come through, you who gives us the desires of our hearts. I pray that this your son, this your daughter will have the desire of their heart this year. I pray that from January through to December, that Lord, you will walk with him. You will walk with her. I pray that they will never be far from your voice. I pray that Lord, that they will see good days. That even the hard pathways this year will drip with fatness. They will see your goodness in this land of the living. My Father, I cry out to you on their behalf for mercy. The mercy of God that gave him Jesus. The mercy of God that gave her Jesus. That your mercy will give everything else that they need to move forward this year. In the name of Jesus, we come against the workings and the devices of the enemy. We know that we have an enemy. And so, Lord, in the name of Jesus, even now, standing on the finished work of Christ, presenting the blood of Jesus, we say no. 
Satan, you cannot have the victory this year. You cannot have our joy this year. You cannot have our peace this year. You cannot have our testimony this year. In the name of Jesus, we triumph. In the name of Jesus, we break through. In the name of Jesus, we win. The name of the Lord is glorified in the mighty name of Jesus. 2023, you yield your harvest of abundance for this son and daughter of Zion in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, let mercy flow. Let your mercy flow. Let your mercy flow. Let your mercy flow. In Jesus' name we pray. Father, thank you. Father, thank you. Father, thank you. Father, thank you. In Jesus' name. God bless you. Have a wonderful 2023. And um, I'll see you on the next one. Or rather, you'll hear me on the next one. Bye-bye.